Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of my podcast called Steps to the Spirit. Last episode, we talked about um, step number four. As far as doing step number four from a practical point of view. Now, once again, doing these steps from a practical point of view, by that I mean doing them to serve a purpose, doing them to deal with our life problems, to deal with our addictions, to deal with whatever issues that we might have. We're using these steps as a tool now today, doing step four from a spiritual perspective means that we're going to use the steps as a absolute life-changing experience, not just to solve some problems, but to solve all of our life's problems. Sounds like a big order. Somewhere in the book it says, what an order, I can't go through with it. Well... It's not easy. If you've been following along, you've seen in the first three steps that it's a complete decision, a complete surrender that I need to make from the spiritual aspects of these steps. I need a complete surrender in order to be able to allow God to take over my life. And when I say God taking over my life, I'm talking about my spirit. I believe we all have a personal spirit, and I believe all of our spirits are connected one with each other. I also believe the more I can adhere to what my spirit wants, and that's always uh, love and what's best for me, the more I can listen to my spirit and adhere to what it wants, the happier I'll be. Okay, so once again, step four is, and from my version, I made a searching and fearless moral inventory of myself. And the gift from God that I apply to this step, as I apply gifts to all of the steps, is the gift of honesty. In the practical application of this step, in episode 10, I'm taking a real serious look at how my life has been and writing it all down and really kind of hoping with some knowledge that the program or my sponsor or other folks in the program or the things that are written about um, a 12-step program will support me and help me to take a good look and overcome these problems and that I've had in the past. Of course, I'm not just looking at problems in the past. If I'm doing this fourth step in the right way, I'm also looking at maybe very few, but some good areas of my life that I can be uh, not proud of, but that I can be happy that I hang on to those moral values. Uh, in spite of everything. And we all have them. We all have lines that we won't cross. We all have uh, things that are very important to us. There isn't a whole lot of difference in the actual doing of the 12th, fourth step 
whether it's practical or spiritual. Now, if you'll indulge me for a moment, let me tell you a little bit about what the fourth step has meant to me. In my years of dealing with life problems, both mine and other people's, and in my years of being addicted, mostly for alcohol with me, and even my years of being clean and sober, I have always noticed one looming monster in my life. <laughs> you thought I was going to say alcohol, didn't you? No. That looming monster is my lack of self-worth or self-esteem. I maintain that because of events that happened in my life from the time I was born uh, and, and ongoing for many, many, many years, I developed an overriding lack of self-esteem. I felt worthless. I didn't want people to see the real me because I thought the real me was really terrible. So everything in my life I did uh, when I wasn't, especially when I wasn't addicted, was a way of covering up. I acted to cover up what I thought was the real me and show you the me that I thought you would be happy with. I personally think that many people that have the same problems are, if no, they don't have, uh, say, an addiction or a release, uh, and by a release I mean that all of these things that were inside of me, building up in me, was like a, if you can picture a steam boiler, um, that has a big fire underneath it with water inside and it's boiling and the steam is building up and there isn't an escape valve. There's no safety valve. Without that safety valve, we're all going to blow. There's no question about it. We can only take so much. I believe that could be one of the reasons why people actually go insane and have problems with their minds. However, at one point, when I was about 13 years old, I discovered alcohol. Alcohol became my safety valve. Alcohol, when I drank it, allowed me to take off the mask for a while. It allowed me to relax, to be who I really was probably inside. Of course, it was clouded, etc., but it allowed me some relief. I maintain to this day that as bad as my addiction was, if I hadn't had that escape, if I hadn't had that safety valve of alcohol, or that I may have had many more serious problems. So here I am at step four. And in both the practical and spiritual aspects, what I'm going to do is write down the things in my life that I see that have been problematic, the things that I have seen that have led to my needing to use some addictive substance or needing to behave in a way that was not in my best interest. The biggest difference between the physical or 
uh, practical and spiritual application of step four is really my comfort level. If I've done the first three steps in a practical approach, my support for doing the fourth step is the group, uh, sponsor, uh, important people or mentors possibly in my life that I know and, and again, possibly God, but more likely the religious God uh, that will support me and help me get through this look at the me that has been a problem for all these years. In the spiritual aspect of the fourth step, I've looked at the first three steps and I've discovered and I've made that decision to allow God into my life and to allow God to help me and protect me. Now, when I'm looking at the fourth step and writing things down and examining my life, I really kind of have a superpower to um, support me and to say, I love you no matter what. Everything is going to be okay. Just do what you have to do, and I will always be here for you. Again, I really don't want to go backwards very much, but I really want to repeat that story about, um, let's say it's me walking along the edge of a cliff, and I slipped and grab onto a branch that's sticking out of the side of a cliff on the way down. And I yell, oh, God, help me. I can't get out of here. I, uh, I'm going to die if you don't help me. And maybe it was the first time I've asked God's help in a long time. This image is very much like when I first found a 12-step program, um, maybe for the first or for the 21st time. And I was at the point where I'm saying, oh God, I need your help. Uh, I can't handle this by myself anymore. Now, all of a sudden in our little story appears a figure uh, out in midair, right next to where I'm hanging onto this branch, and says, what can I do for you, my son? Well, hey, are you kidding? Uh, can't you see I need some help here? If, if you uh, help me get off of this branch, you help me get back up on land and save my life, I'm going to die here. Who are you anyway? Are you from God? Are you an uh, angel? And the figure says, yes, my son, I am. And I will be glad to help you. Uh, that's what I do. I, I help people who need God's help and I bring them closer to God. I say, oh, thank you. Uh, I, I'm so glad you came along. Okay, let's get going. What do you want me to do? And the figure looks at me and says, well, the first thing that you need to do is to trust me and let go of that branch. What? Are you kidding me? If I let go of this branch, I'm going to fall a thousand feet down. I'm going to be dead and mush, and that's the end of me. And the figure answers, you need to trust me. I'm from God. And if you let go... I will protect you. Well, 
for most of the times in my life that I was involved with the 12 steps or involved with the self-help program, I was not willing to let go. Or another word for that is I was not willing to surrender. My thought always was, oh no, because if I let go, if I surrender, who knows what I'm going to have to do? Who knows what situation I'll get into? I won't have a happy life like I do now. So now, at this time in my life, I was willing, the last time, to say, okay, I believe and I trust you. I'll let go. And I did. Well, what a new lease on life that was for me. I am now able to do this fourth step and know that I am protected. It's like having a spiritual suit of armor. I suddenly know for some reason that nothing can hurt me, that I'll be okay, that I'm loved. No matter what those things are in my life that I did, the important thing is now my spirit. Now I can get through this fourth step. I can do the writing. I can do the introspection. And I can look at my past without shame. Now, after I get it done, I'll be ready to talk to God and myself about it and then talk to another human being about what my life has been like up to this point. We'll get into that next time in the fifth step. Until then, thank you for listening, and 